harness your strengths, develop a growth mindset, become more resilient, and succeed. This is the Commit Podcast with Ireland's leading performance coach, Enda McNulty. I think it was Thomas Edison who said that failure is merely an opportunity to start again more intelligently. The amount of times that I failed in sport, I must have failed literally thousands of times, whether it was for my schoolboys team, whether it was for my club team in Armagh or the clubs I played for in Dublin, whether it was playing for Armagh itself, playing for Ulster or playing for Queen's University. I failed multiple times in training, I failed multiple times in league games and championship games, obviously in Ireland, deciders and so on. And I guess the more you fail, the more you learn, depending on your mindset and your reaction and response to the failure. In business, I would be very proud to say I've been involved with three or four startups that failed. One was a health product that we got Ryanair to put on board right across Europe. Uh, and it was an incredibly healthy drink. It was very good in terms of its content. Its marketing was very good. It was a hugely healthy product. It had been distributed right across all of their warehouses around Europe. And the promotion on board had been very good. We even had a little advertisement when people landed uh, at their destination across Europe for Ryanair. They would get to listen to an advertisement about that particular product. So we were very excited about it and it looked really good on paper. What we got wrong and miserably wrong was the pricing. So the product was good, the placing of the product was very good, the promotion of the product was very good, but because we got the pricing so wrong, unfortunately the business tanked and it tanked very considerably. That's one failure in business. Another failure in business I used to be involved with, a company that was set up for athletic uh, and leisure development in the corporate world, in the, uh, in the leisure industry in general. And it failed again significantly. It was associated to a business in construction and it was way back in uh, 2006, 2007. So you can probably do the maths in terms of what happened that business over a 12-month period. Again, it tanked and it tanked pretty quickly. The good news is I would always step back from the failure and reflect on what have I learned as a businessman? What have I learned as a leader? Perhaps what have I learned as an entrepreneur? So rather than seeing those as failures, I actually see them as major opportunities to become more intelligent, to start again more intelligently. And what I love about working with entrepreneurs in America or maybe entrepreneurs in Tokyo or entrepreneurs in, across Europe or in South America, or perhaps even entrepreneurs away out uh, in the Pacific region, places like Papua New Guinea and so on. Entrepreneurs in general, when they fail, they get up and they go again. When they fail, they think about how has this sharpened my commercial ability? How has this sharpened my ability to pivot in business? How has this sharpened my mindset? How has this sharpened my financial management ability? How has this sharpened my due diligence in business? And certainly all the failures I've had in business and, and those businesses that I've alluded to, they did fail and they did literally tank and go out of business. What I've learned hopefully has made me more intelligent for the business we're currently involved with, obviously, which is McNulty Performance. If I was to bring that into a different performance crucible and reflect on failure in sport or reflect on failure in performance arts or maybe reflect on failure in adventure, 
you'll find that all the great champions have failed. Of course, all the great champions, whether we go back to the Edisons, the aforementioned, or the Henry Ford, or maybe we talk about really famous people like the Muhammad Ali's or the Michael Jordan's, I guess, those gentlemen in sport that have made failure really, really tied to success. Or maybe we flip into obviously talking about women's sport and we think about people like even the Williams sisters who've used adversity and failure as part of the formula for success. And then we flip again into a different performance crucible and we look at uh, dancing and we've looked at dancing beforehand in the podcast beforehand and how Podrick Moyles would have said that losing his position temporarily as lead dancer would have resulted in a significant opportunity to improve, to reflect and to step up and become even better as a world-class dancer. For me, it's not the failure that matters, it's how you respond to the failure that matters. Between the stimulus, that is the failure, and your response, we've all got a choice. So whether that is perhaps we fail in business and we go out of business, Perhaps we go bankrupt and somebody very close to me at the moment has went bankrupt. So what do they choose to do as a result of the bankruptcy? Perhaps you lose in a major championship game in Gaelic football. How do you choose to respond to that? Perhaps in business you lose a major contract to a global client that you've spent five years, first of all, acquiring the contract and then delivering on the contract, but maybe you lose it. So how do you choose to respond to the failure? That's all about your psychology and all about your mindset. And the good news is that we can choose our psychology and we can choose the mindset that we apply. And of course, if the mindset is a growth, solutions winning mindset, even in the failure, we think about how are we going to turn the failure into an opportunity to learn and to proceed more intelligently. Again, in terms of our psychology, we are aware of the psychological response to the failure. We listen to the thoughts that we have. We listen to our self-talk. We reflect on our psychology and we decide the psychology we need to have to recover, to improve, to develop to get to the next stage, to find a way around that big rock in the road. And there's always going to be a big rock on the road. Sometimes it feels like it's almost Mount Everest in the middle of the road. But using the inspiration from somebody like Napoleon Bonaparte, we need to find a way over the top of the mountain. We need to find a way perhaps around the mountain rather than only looking at the failure and only looking at the mountain. Everybody who is successful in life, and I don't mean financial success, I mean maybe relationship success, health success, success in terms of their career, success in terms of their happiness, success in terms of maybe their fulfillment in life. Every one of those people, male and female, would have had a lot of failures along the way. But again, they teach themselves to respond to the failure in an intelligent way. Of course, their confidence and their self-esteem is intrinsically linked to how they respond to failure. Their resilience is also linked to how they respond to failure. The good news is we can develop our confidence, we can develop our self-esteem, and we can develop our resilience. That takes a training program. That takes conscious practice. That takes reflection. Yes, that takes coaching. In some cases, if somebody's self-esteem and self-confidence is rock bottom, that may be requiring some counselling. If their self-esteem is, 
is decent, but maybe could be better, the good news is they could do some self-coaching. If the confidence is brittle at the moment for different reasons, well again, from reflection, to goal setting, to writing a program, to acting on the program, they could develop their confidence like the elite athletes we work with, or like the elite performers we work with. Everybody can improve their confidence. Your confidence is by and large like a muscle. The more you work it, the more you develop it, the more you train it, the stronger that confidence muscle gets. The flip side of that is also true. If we have a lack of confidence and we don't work it and we continually beat ourselves up and we self-sabotage our confidence, well then our confidence is going to be reduced. It's going to deplete and it's going to atrophy. I guess a lot of the performers we work with over the last, it sounds really strange to say it, over the last 20 years of coaching teams at all levels, starting off with working with kids, then working with disabled kids, then working with young amateur athletes, then working with young semi-professional athletes, then working with professional athletes, then working with corporate executives and athletes, and then being very fortunate to work with elite performers in business, sport, performance arts, and of course, adventure. A large part of those cohorts would have a fear of failure. The best of the best are able to manage that fear. They're able to turn that fear of failure around into a privilege. That they use the fear of failure and they focus that almost into fuel for the fire of improvement. They're able to utilize the fear of failure to continue to achieve that flow state that we referred to earlier in the podcast. So rather than getting almost tied down or inhibited by the fear of failure, they're aware of it, but they can manage it deal with it and still get into that flow or peak state. Fear of failure does not have to hold you back. Managing the fear of failure, again, is a choice. It's about your training. It's about your conditioning so that you change from being inhibited by the fear of failure to using it as fuel to improve your performance, to drive your performance and to allow you and enable you to get into the flow state. So a call to action after this podcast would be seek failure. Challenge yourself in the next week. Maybe it is in the swimming pool. Maybe that is in a sales meeting. Perhaps that is on the sports pitch. Perhaps that is even in something in your, in your own hobbies or your own interests. Seek out an opportunity to fail. And when you fail, make a decision that you choose how to respond. You choose how to react and start to get very good at that choice that happens immediately after the failure. And the good news is you'll find after one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you'll find that you start to become very good at responding to failure. And as Edison said, turning failure into an opportunity to start again more intelligently. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and other platforms. And if you want to harness your strengths, develop a growth mindset to become more resilient and succeed, just go to mcnulteperformance.com for more insights and information.